Welcome to a brand new episode of Fourth Cut Reviews. I'm your host, EJ Leeson, and with me today is my co-host, my dude, Chris Conforti. How's it going, pal? I'm doing okay. How about you? I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing superb. I'm doing great. I'm doing awesome. How about yourself? That sounds good. I'm doing okay. Just pretty much doing nothing, (laughs) trying to survive this crazy world. True. Very true. And, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children, people of all ages, we have a very special guest today. One of our dear friends, and I am so excited to have him on the show, Mr. Carl Mills. Welcome to the show, pal. (laughs) Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for coming. (laughs) You're joining us live from Georgia. Well, technically, this podcast isn't live. Us talking is live. But you are joining us from Georgia. How's it down there, pal? Well, in real life, it's pretty good. No, no, in the virtual reality <laughs> that you're living in. I, I do. I, I think that I um I have two, like, entities, and one's in real life and one's virtual. Because, like, since COVID struck, like, I'm a different person online and I might, I don't know what person you're going to get today. Oh, all right. That's exciting. Neither's good, so. <laughs> Great. Chris is already into the ribs here. I, I can't help it. Mills brings it out of me. Oh. <laughs> well, today we're talking about the hot chick, everyone. It's written and directed by Tom Brady. But not that Tom Brady. That but you wish it about. was that Tom Brady. Because be this would have been a perfect 10 if it was that Tom Brady. Oh my gosh, it would have been. Uh, no, but it, this movie stars Rob Schneider, Anna Ferris, Rachel McAdams, Matthew Lawrence, and Eric Christian Olsen. Is there anyone else that you're like, oh yeah, you should have added this person? I felt nope. like they were like the main leads, right? Ashley yeah, Simpson was in it. Ashley Simpson was in it? Yeah, she played Eric's uh Eric Wolf, the guy who played what was his name? It's oh, Eric Christian. Yeah, his date. His date. She was in it twice. I thought she looked familiar. Yep. Shut up. That's crazy. Oh, oh Adam Sandler. Oh, I dude, like that somebody. cameo by Adam Sandler. Nuts. Which is I think this is actually the I, I think we actually talked about this in the first episode. And it's a good segue into what I want to say too, because this is our first movie recommendation. This movie yes. was recommended by uh, one of my friends, one of our first listeners, which is uh, Chris R's girlfriend, Marisa. And way back when, when this wasn't even a podcast and I was posting <laughs> pictures with my reviews on it, the first thing I did was Zorro. And the, one of the first comments I got was from Marisa. It said, you guys have to do Hot Chick. Now it's time to do Hot Chick. <laughs> yes. I, it's so exciting. I haven't seen this movie in a long time 
but I did see it numerous times actually over the years. Because uh, this came out, what, 2002, right? Yeah, 2002. Yeah. Now, there's a look. I looked it up because I was wondering, <laughs> like, when is this? Yeah. I, so when, Chris, when you told me, hey, uh, you know, let's, I guess we're going to do this first recommendation. And I was like, oh, cool. That's awesome. I was like, I've seen it before. And I, I, I liked it. I remember enjoying it. And I was a little nervous if it was going to hold up or not. And it's funny because on the way home, I was like driving and I was just talking to Carl on the phone, like, because he just finished it. Like, Carl, you literally, what, just finished it at nine yeah. or so, right? So, like, we're talking about it on the way home. And he's like, you know, I was like a little nervous about certain things, but he's like, it actually held up really well and like had good payoffs, too, you know? And this is my first time watching it, so... Yeah, yeah, that was the first time I ever saw it. Like way back when, I mean, two thousand two, I guess that came out. Yeah, I mean, I was, expo- I was at that point, I was exploring things like Casablanca, you know, <laughs> okay. like cinematic classic. No, I mean, that's not, I'm not trying to be like a film snob. <laughs> you are being a film t- snob. <laughs> no, like I, I typically didn't like comedies that came out in the early two thousands. That that just wasn't my, it wasn't my thing. They all and and the movies yeah. that I did give chances to ended up like disaster movie or epic movie and it just kind of i never had i never got into that kind of stuff so when this was recommended to me immediately my reaction was oh god here we go yeah but, but it turned yeah, out that was my first time ever watching it yeah it actually turned out great and like i don't know kind of loved it uh <laughs> but um cool trivia that i, I do want to share with you really fast now, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but the guy in the bathroom at the bar, right? Shake it once. That's okay. But shake it two times. You're playing with yourself. I know. Do you recognize that line from anywhere else? A good Charlotte song, wasn't it? Yes, from Rich and Famous. So apparently they heard that line, right? And they're like, oh, this is kind of cool. And they put it into their song. It once that's fine. Shake it two times. You're playing with yourself. Yeah, so that actually um, inspired that part of Rich and Famous. Another cool trivia fact: the the cameo from Adam Sandler, right? He is going up. He's like, "Yeah, you you could put your weed in there, right?" Uh, actually, was originally a sketch that was written by Rob Schneider on uh, SNL. And um, the sketch, it's really good. Uh, Chris Farley's in it. And a lot of the old school SNL, like David Spade's in it and stuff. Uh, I thought that was cool that they brought it back. Movie, you know? Um, that, that's some cool trivia stuff that I had. Now, let's talk about the movie. Like, what did you guys think? Like, Carl, you lead us out. You're our special guest, you talk about it first. I first thought that I, at first I was honestly worried that it was going to be like, I don't know that uh, there was, there was going to be like all this like offensive language. And it was really just going to like, not, it was going to sound aged, you know, like it was going to sound like, cause it was a different time. And it was very, there, there were, there were a few moments in the movie that, that I was like, Oh, like they're kind of like, pushing it you know and but um say i would say overall it did it really did like like you said like it it came back and they 
they put a good spin on everything. Yeah. You, you think there's going to be like a hate crime happening when, you know, they're going to like the club and the, there's a creepy like, uh, like bouncer bartender dude, you know, who's, who's just like creepily staring and you're just like, what is going on? Yeah. And uh, he just, in the end, they kind of make up for it, you know, but. I mean, if you really uh, think about a lot of this stuff, what ultimately comes down to in the movie is they're really sexualizing high schoolers. You really think about it, right? Like that, they're all in high school. Yeah. Like that's that that's that was one thing that I'm I'm looking and I'm like, well, all right, they're they're kind of taking some chances here. Is this maybe college? Am I missing something? And then it's 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 obviously clearly evident that this is high school. One of the things even I was just like, even back then, that was kind of pushing it. Forget about it. It would probably be blasted. It would immediately be canceled. Mm-hmm. Unless it's Euphoria's Riverdale, then it's fine. Nuts. Yeah, <laughs> Riverdale and Euphoria. Um, <laughs> a little more racy than this. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, but I totally, I would say like in, on this movie, I remember thinking it was funny, you know, when I first saw it and like a few times after that. But revisiting it, I'm like, wow, this actually holds up really well. Like, I thought a lot of the comedy really held up. Well, I thought Rob Schneider, this might be his best. Which is weird because a lot of people say it's his worst. That's crazy to me because I think this is probably his best. You know he was I mean? so good in it. Yeah, he was so good. But also, like, Anna Ferris was phenomenal. Even, like, you know, the side girls like that come in and start to help out. Mm-hmm. All great. And then, I, I don't know, like, I thought performances were really good. Rachel McAdams was great. Um, uh, I love the scenes where mm-hmm. she's, like, after, like, the switch. I think yeah. she is just, like, she, I, I don't know what it is about her. She has such a charm about her in every movie that she's in. There's just some, every movie that she's in, she just draws you to her. This would have been the first movie I saw her in because I remember after this, like, I was like, Oh, that's the girl from Hot Chick that plays Regina mm-hmm. George and Mean Girls. And so I was like, Oh, that's the girl from Hot Chick. And then, like, you know, Mean Girls came out, and then it was like, Oh, that's Rachel McAdams. <laughs> uh, I, I definitely think a movie cast, like, it's a really good cast, even um, Harden is in it to me and anyone that listens who's a fan of the office jan you know jan jan levinson jan levinson like yeah and she's great in it so like there's a lot of like adam sandler pops up for a second you know and it's a it's a pretty good movie actually and eric christian olsen's great matthew lawrence is really good Tamara in it, like oh, they yeah. made two appearances. Yeah, she and Tamara. I forgot. Oh my gosh, yeah, and they were great. You know, so like this yeah, movie yeah. just way better than I remember it being. <laughs> so <laughs> that was cool. No, I thought, um, you know, synopsis. In case no one watched this movie and is listening to this podcast, but the synopsis. Uh, Rob Schneider plays a criminal and he and Rachel McAdams 
swap bodies and she's a high school student so um in his body and is like oh my god what do i do what do i do so she goes to her best friend which is anna ferris and like anna ferris kind of helps her throughout and they try to figure out how to get their body to to switch back because there's these magical earrings that they buy at this voodoo shop um steal it yeah they do they steal it um at the end like they kind of figure out oh it's the earrings um this movie i actually really enjoyed it uh do do you like carl do you have anything you want to add about it girl did age pretty well there was one part of the movie that um offensive to like the trans the whole trans communities in general is because part where um so um her character has this secret like love language where she like you know her and a boy whenever her boyfriend comes over they do this whole thing where they like you know um show not not actually with like like use their hands and do this whole like little movement where they capture each other's hearts and stuff and it's like the whole thing like uh uh i put your heart in my pocket or feel like blow a kiss you know and you just put it in your pocket kind of deal and so they had this whole thing um this language and as her character's inside like rob schneider's body in the movie um mascot and you know he's like all ex- the the boyfriend's all excited because his girlfriend's back and there's a whole reveal where it's actually like Rob Schneider and he gets, and the boyfriend gets physically sick to his stomach and like throws up. And like, I know that representation for anybody who's trans and like in, in, in the past has been that most when like, when someone's revealed that they're like of that, they're, you know, a man in a woman's body or a woman in a man's body, uh, you know, get somebody so upset in the movie that they get physically sick and or they like turn to rage and they want to kill that person. So it's like that whole thing, you know what I mean? I know it's forever and it was 2002. I feel like we've gotten better, you know, and, and if because I mean, like, that would be totally offensive, you know what I mean? Because the whole movie is essentially like, you know, like what how a trans person must feel, you know. Like, they're not in their right yeah. body. Yeah. No, it is, like, a cool metaphor. Um, like, or use. You know what I mean? Like, uh, hey, it, this is weird for me because I'm not in my right body. Mm-hmm. That, Carl, that's... Yeah, you really hit that on the head. That's just great. Um, like, this movie does show you, you know, like, obviously some people feel like I'm not in my right body. Like this isn't me, you know? So yeah. Hell yeah. That kind of aggravated um, me a little bit at the end too, because I, I was half expecting her to kick him to the curb for not believing her, not accepting her when she was in this body. I was half expecting her to be like, okay, you know what? Like, no, but they kind of, they kind of fumble that ending with it and i'm like i don't know i, I the, the ending was a little sketchy to me yeah but but the thing is i i get what you're saying though but in the movie i guess in the movie's defense even though i'm not like defending you know any kind of like hate 
you know, or, or just mistreatment for the whole movie is shit is more or less like a lot of times is about acceptance, but like they could have resorted, they could have resorted to being the man, you know, or they could have resorted to him. Um, just, you know, that, that definitely wouldn't age well. That would be more of like a hate crime. Um, like with Rachel McAdams's little brother's character, because there's so many instances where he's cross-dressing and like no one, they don't even care, you know. Like they made a joke at the end. The father, the father makes a joke that he's like, "If you're gonna wear those heels, you just need to like use them right, and you need to learn to run in them." You know, like it was not like that. He didn't care if he if he's wearing them. He's like, "But when we're in a hurry, you need to learn how to run fast in those suckers." You know. I actually um about this movie that I really really loved, um, and I do it held up. Awesome. I don't know. Um, that being said, uh, well, Chris, do you have anything else? You yeah, want to um, just, I mean, I, I concur with pretty much everything that you guys were saying. Like I said, I believe that they, they kind of fumbled the ending a little bit. Now, I will say that I expected to go into this looking at it from maybe this is going to be a Santa Jaws type rating that I would give it. I was very, very much from it. So I will say that it did exceed yeah. my expectations of it. I I thought it was going to be like most of those movies that I saw back in that time period. But I actually found laughing really hard throughout a lot of parts. And I mean, I, it came out pretty well um, because I can everything that you guys had said on it. There is a couple parts that did kind of bug me a little bit, but I think we're looking at it through current time lens. As opposed to, like, back then, there was a lot more things, I feel like, that were accepted. Um, it, accepted? <laughs> I mean, yeah, there, yeah. there was a lot of stuff back then that was accepted in movies. If that movie came out today... Oh, okay, I, yeah. I think there would have been, you know, you probably would have people picketing at the the premiere if that came out today. But, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I thought that there was a lot of... Um, a lot of things on it now. This whole thing about flipping flipping bodies. When was Freaky Friday? Because isn't that that's like a similar plot, is it not? Sixties, I think. I mean, like out. like the remake, like the remake of it that came out with Lindsay Lohan and what's it, Jamie Lee Curtis? So I okay, the original I was like sixties or seventies. Um, Freaky doesn't. Three, I think. So is it possible that this movie's Would success kind Curtis? of, or lack thereof, kind of made that decision to kind of do that again? Because it's very similar from what I remember. Yeah, it's, it, like it's the mom and the the daughter, daughter that switch place. Right. It's the same mother and daughter switched places. I... I Let's get into ratings. What would Chris? What would you rate this movie? Ah, uh, well, just thinking on it here. Because I give it a Santa Jaws, which I think is the lowest rating that I've had so far. Uh, if if so, if I if I he's okay, and it's already at a two point five. So if I thought it was okay, I definitely thought it was okay. I definitely liked it. I definitely would rewatch it. Not a lot, but I definitely would rewatch it. If it was on TV. Or if I, you know, just wanted some type of movie to watch and I saw it on there, I'd watch it. 
I think five point four. I mean, yeah. I, th- I thought it was going to be really low. I thought it was going to be terrible comedy. I didn't think I would laugh at all. I thought it would be more of like a kind of like I drink whiskey to get through the movie, but it wasn't. It was actually, I thought, decent. <laughs> Carl, what would you give it on a scale of 1 to 10? I'd probably say like a, I mean, it would probably be like an 8 out of 10 or not 8.5 out of 10 if it was, you know, if I watched it years ago. <laughs> Uh, I'd say like <laughs> like a seven out of ten. You know, it was a it was. I thought it did. It did you're right. It does. It does age well. It did age well. And um, wonder what what's his name? Matt. Matt. Uh, one of the brother. He was the he had the famous brother that was on Blossom. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's one of the yeah. Like he's been in he's been in every he's been in um Mrs. Doubtfire. You know what I mean? He's actually in a lot of gender bending yeah. movies. <laughs> Oh wow! Now that you said it, yeah, he was. Um, I didn't know her, but yeah, no, Matthew Lawrence. Um, he was on Boy and stuff too, but um, yeah, no, he he's great in this. I thought he did a really good job. Um, I actually, I'm a little on the higher side with you, Carl. I was gonna give it a six point four, actually. Wow. Now on IMDb. It is rated five point five, um, because I feel like it should be a little. Higher. I'm actually surprised it's not lower. Know. To be honest, I yeah. That's I true. mean, if you go on Rotten Tomatoes, and Grant, I mean, this is Rotten Tomatoes, but we like to bring it up to see where we fall in line. Rotten twenty two percent rotten, so we are definitely higher than that. Definitely. <laughs> For I, feel, I feel like so Anna Ferris in this it, it doesn't go to like the you know the place where they take her when like they because she's a great actress and when she's in like House Bunny and like movies like that like like they have her play some you know pretty out there characters but like she's yeah. like the hot girl who has you know has the beauty but also like you know can't always have the brain and um Essentially, she's like yeah. the bimbo, and this she's really not the dumb one. She's more or less like the one who, who learns a lesson, and and they try, I feel like they try to with her character. They try to like go and and teach the thing, teach the lesson of like, hey, it really doesn't matter because like she's always like wanting to find the one, or so disappointed when she's you know dating someone and they turn out to be an asshole, and um, yeah. you know it, it follows the whole thing like. Uh, you know what I mean? Do you have to does that like define you? Because a lot of people define themselves by like a relationship, right. and there is that. I, I think even with with um her inside like Rob Schneider's body when when um because I feel like her character would be like you know encouraging in the sense of like no, it's not all about that. You know, like uh, you don't need someone to define you. I totally agree. I I do think. I- like Anna Ferris normally is given like the different kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like with scary movies and, and this, she is not that kind of character. She's really well-rounded and put together. And I, I do think this is one of her best movies. too. Yeah. You know? yeah um, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. And now, um, Carl, with that being said, uh, what do you have anything you would like to plug, buddy? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Carl is a monkey. 
All one word. Oh yeah. I'll I'll follow you. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think that was your first follower. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> probably were. No, but yeah, probably you were probably one of my my first followers. No, but um, Carl is a monkey on Instagram. Um, and you have a project you can't talk about yet, but down the road, I'm sure you'll be able to come back on and tell us about it. You know, just follow us on Instagram, Fourth Cut Reviews. We do have a Twitter. Uh, you could follow us on that as well. We uh, be going live this weekend for the double take, which will be our first double take. It'd be Santa Jaws, which I think won like 63%. So we'll be doing some, yeah. some, um, you know, some content with that. We'll be doing a live review of that. Um, we're talking about maybe doing like end of the week type videos, possibly to post um, kind of like a little live thing where we'll ask for some recommendations. So let's do. Uh, we're we're yeah Talk we're, about we're well open to yeah. any type of suggestions that you guys would have. Uh, something cool is we're we've been actually listened to in a lot of different countries. Uh, we have a listener in Singapore, a listener in France, United Kingdom, Ireland, Russia. So our podcast does get around the globe. It's kind of it's kind of humbling to to see how many. Is seriously <laughs> that is very guys, cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, so much for listening. Like we appreciate it for taking the time and checking it out. And um, yeah, the only thing I would like to plug is my dude, um, one of my friends. He does music, and it's uh, check out Adam Farley Music anywhere you listen to music, like Spotify, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud. Um, check that out. I also do a podcast called River Dudes, and we talk about the show Riverdale based on the Archie comics, and both of these dudes right here have been on the show, and they're my favorites, and I love these guys. So if you get a chance, check it out, River Dudes Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, And Carl, thank you again for coming on to the show. Um, Having you... um, I I love having you on podcasts. I think you're so insightful and in you really break down, like look into detail about things. And I love that about you. Um, so thank you so much for coming thank on. You. Please come on again. Um, and Chris, would you like to say sure. goodnight to everyone? I'm Chris. You just heard from our special guest, Carl. That's EJ. And I'm Sean Cannon from the Karate Kid 3. Yeah, that's right. The third one. The one no one liked. God, I couldn't take any more of these idiots talking, so I beat the crap out of them. Thank you, and good night.